This episode was recorded before we realised we had ADHD. We've left our old episodes up as we now recognise our struggles and helpful tips were all ADHD related and we hope that they can help you too. We hope you enjoy listening to this episode. Just please be aware we won't specifically mention ADHD. Welcome to A Dopamine Kit, your weekly dose of positivity. We're your hosts, Sparky and Shell. Join us each week as we help change your habits, tackle fears and challenge your mindset. Let's get to it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode nine of A Dopamine Kick. Yeah. Are you all right, Sparky? Yeah, I just... <laughs> <laughs> it, it didn't come out the way I wanted it to, so I just, just said anything. I just said, yeah, I just stopped myself. But yeah... I am actually really excited about this episode, believe it or not, from that start there, because it's about the power of your thoughts. Yeah, so today we're going to be talking about the power of thoughts. And thoughts is a really big thing that we've we've sort of briefly touched on a little bit throughout previous episodes in the podcast. But we thought it was so important that we're going to do a mini block on thoughts alone. So today we're going to talk about the power of thoughts. Next week, we're going to have an episode on introducing more positive thoughts into your mindset. And the week after, we're going to discuss intrusive thoughts and how to deal with them as well. So did you know, Shell, that on average, a person in general has about... 12,000 to 60,000 thoughts per day. How mad is that? Did you know that? I'm definitely at that higher (laughs) 60,000. Oh, so you knew then? (laughs) Yeah, I probably could have guessed that, yeah. (laughs) I just think it's absolutely mad that you can have that many thoughts per day. And you know what? We do. We have so many thoughts just running through our subconscious brain every single day. But at the moment, I actually do believe that I only have about one thought at the moment because I've been doing that much mindfulness. (laughs) (laughs) But what's even crazier is how many of those thoughts that we have a day are actually negative. So of the thousands of thoughts that we have every day, approximately 80% of those are negative. That was really, really shocking for me to find out um, because that's such a that's such a high number. 80%. 80%. I don't know why I'm being a cockatoo, 80% a parrot, 80%. 80%. Yeah, that's quite a lot. Yeah, that is quite a lot. Yeah, and 95% were exactly the same repetitive thoughts as the day before. Um, So what that's showing is that not only are the vast majority of our thoughts negative, but actually we're having the same thought patterns or mostly the same thought patterns every day. So our thoughts don't change very much on a daily basis. And what that means is, If you're thinking something negative, like you're a failure, you're going to feel like that every day. And it can feel so real to think something in your mind. But thoughts are just stories that we tell ourselves about the world. They aren't even always true. But unless we fact check our brains, we'll believe that thoughts are facts and this will affect our actions. And there's this really great concept in a book. And I'm going to mention it because I think what we're talking about kind of relates to this a little bit. The book is a fictional book. It's called One, None and a Hundred Thousand by Luigi Perendello. It's from the 1920s, so it's a pretty old book and it's not scientific, it's fictional. But it's the overall concept of the book really that got me thinking. We will pop it down in the show notes if you do want to read this, but just to warn you, it's a pretty deep story, so take that as what you will. Anyway, I hope you're all able to follow this because it's a pretty hard concept to kind of describe. But the basic gist of it is the main character realises that no one really knows him at all. You see, the person that you think of as you 
only really exists in your own mind. Every person that you will ever meet in life will create a version of you in their own mind. So you will never be the same person to your, say, mom, dad, friends, family, siblings, neighbours, co-workers, or even strangers. Actually, there are a thousand different versions of you out there in other people's minds. That means that you see yourself differently than how other people see you. So to simplify it, it basically means that we don't ever really comprehend the thousands of versions that exist of us in other people's minds. And those versions that they have of us are probably not negative. Now, I know that's a very strange concept to follow and understand, but What was mind-blowing to me was when I found out that we have 80% negative thoughts on a daily basis about ourselves. It's really no wonder that when we believe that only one version exists of us, we actually believe that narrative of negative thoughts from every single perspective. But the reality is our own perspective is not how other people view us or see us. So we don't ever really know what anyone else is thinking about us. It does mean that the version that we create about ourselves is not always 100% real to everyone else around us. And I just thought that concept was really mind-blowing, really, because we always do this, don't we? We always say, that person's thinking this about us, that person's thinking something bad about us, but we don't actually really know. And the reality is that most of the time, those people have actually got a very positive perspective of you and they're just thinking about themselves. Yeah, I think that's really powerful. And certainly for me, I didn't really realise that you had power over your thoughts until quite recently, I would say, in, in my life. So certainly all throughout my teens and the first part of my 20s, um, I very much thought that the voice in my head was 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 my thoughts and you know that that was that and I couldn't really challenge or or question them it sounds really silly doesn't it but the the concept of um thinking to yourself you know no I'm not going to think that way anymore or that's really negative I'm going to stop thinking that I just had no idea that you could do that and how powerful that is to to take control of your thoughts well shall sorry to break it to you but they still are your thoughts <laughs> no I, I think I, what I mean by I didn't know is I wasn't aware no no I know what it's you not mean. like I thought about controlling them and couldn't do it I, I wasn't aware that you could I'd never tried and no one and no one had ever told me that you could so for me, like I, I, I can easily let my thoughts spiral and I still do it now. It's still absolutely something that I do when, when something's going slightly wrong is I catastrophize it and, and make it into a big drama. But I'm much, much better at catching myself, realizing that I'm spiraling and stopping that train of thought. And I think that that's something that has massively made a huge impact on my mental health because I could go into sort of misery spirals for days and days over really quite insignificant things I can do the same as well but for me I do it in a way where I blame myself so if something happens I will automatically go to that 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 negative pattern of thinking such as no one's messaged me for a whole week (laughs) is it because they want to phase me out (laughs) like do you know what I mean like it's just you start thinking about thoughts that aren't really real and they're not reality, but you can magnify it. Yeah, I think that's really important to remember, isn't it? That your thoughts are just that, your thoughts. You have no idea what anyone else is thinking. And your thoughts that you have in your head have no reflection on what anyone else is thinking. So you might be thinking, oh, you know, such and such doesn't like me or they're trying to phase me out. And actually, probably 
They're not thinking about you at all. <laughs> no, you're right there. They're not thinking about you at all. And there's this one thing that I heard before, and it's about like, you know, when you've got a spot on your face, we will go around thinking, oh my God, everyone, everyone is is looking at me and they're they're thinking about how I look at the moment. But actually, if you were to ask those people, they would say, I didn't even notice that spot at all because they weren't thinking about you. They were thinking about themselves so it's very difficult sometimes when you're in that headspace to actually think that way. But we just have to keep reminding ourselves that not everything is always going to be about us and that other people do think about themselves too in the same way. So as always, we've got a science bit for you. Um, and this week we've got an experiment um, that showed that the speed of your thought can actually affect your mood. So for this study, um, they had participants read uh, statements either very quickly or very slowly um, and the patient, the, the, patients, <laughs> the, patient. the participants who experienced uh, a more positive mood and elated mood um, in response to the statements were the ones that had um, been thinking fast rather than slow. And this makes a lot of sense, really, in sort of normal day life. When, when you think of when you're um, working on a project or you're doing something, if you're in a real flow, then generally things are moving quite fast. Your mind is racing. Um, you're really positive. Whereas if you're sort of sluggish and um, struggling to get motivated, feeling quite low, you're probably not accomplishing a great deal at that time. That's when you're most likely to be sitting on the sofa, scrolling through social media. Or I am anyway. Yeah, and me. Um, so, <laughs> so we'll link to that study in the show notes if, if anyone's interested in reading it in full. Fascinating study there. And I didn't even know that the the speed of your thoughts can affect you like that so that's a really great one to hear shall thank you for the science as usual so now we're going to talk about how to impact your thoughts in the best possible way and the first one is just as shell said earlier is to be aware of the stories that you're telling yourself if you're constantly feeding yourself this negative information and putting yourself down this affects not only your mood, but also your actions as well. And in a, in a previous episode, we did touch on this, didn't we, Shell? We talked about how, how you would talk to a friend, so you wouldn't say yeah. negative things to your friend. You would say positive things. So that's what we need to be aware of what we're doing to ourselves as well. Because if we're constantly telling ourselves these negative stories on a daily basis, just think about what that's doing to the power of your thoughts. Imagine if every time you spoke to one of your friends, 80% of what you said was negative. Oh God. <laughs> that would be so depressing, wouldn't it? I wouldn't want to be friends with someone like that. No. It would just constantly bring you down. No, and, and I, th I think that's so true. You wouldn't, you wouldn't stand for it. And I think that there's a time and a point where we need to say to ourselves, that's it. We're not standing for this anymore. The next thing to remember, and we've touched on this already, is your thoughts are not facts. Their thoughts, not everyone will have the same thoughts as you. I think this is really important to emphasise as sometimes we can get wrapped up in our own heads and the stories that we tell ourselves can seem like the only truth out there. So it's just really important when you are in that negative spiral to remember you are the only one having these exact thoughts. And you know what? A great way to achieve this well, the concept that I'm going to give you right now is something that I learned in CBT. And I know I talk about CBT a lot in this podcast, but it's something that I really think is going to help a lot of people. So I'm just going to mention it here. If we think about our thoughts like this, imagine you're in a court and this is brain court. So you have to give evidence based on your thoughts alone. Have we got any evidence to prove that our thoughts are actually a reflection of reality? So when we say things like, I'm a failure, I'm a loser, I'm this, I'm that, how true 
are those thoughts that we are having. If you're in the court and you had to justify those thoughts with evidence to a jury or a judge, what evidence can you give them that would mean that that thought is true? Have people said that to you? Have your friends said that to you? Have your family said that to you? I can guarantee that most, if not all of the time, those thoughts are just your thoughts and not their thoughts. And when you put yourself into that situation where you look at it from a perspective of a court and what evidence actually lies there, you will actually come to the conclusion that there is actually no evidence for you to think that way. I love that. I think that's really good. That's so powerful. Do you like it? (laughs) Yeah, I do. I really love that. And it's so true as well. Like how much of the things that we tell ourselves is there no evidence, no basis for whatsoever? There isn't. It's just, an, it's just a negative thought that we've had, but we hold on to it like it's so real. Yeah, and, and just, just, you know, just as I said before, sometimes you can take things that people say way out of context, way out of perspective. There's many times that you've probably read a message and you've read it the wrong way and taken it out of context, but that person doesn't mean it that way. And then you've probably thought to yourself, well, you know, that's evidence, but... That's not evidence because you're not taking in the true context of what that person means. You're putting your own thoughts into that person's head. That person may have said something that you didn't like or said it in a way that you thought was rude or whatever. But that doesn't mean that person means it that way. And I think sometimes we're all human. We all do make mistakes and we all say things that are wrong sometimes. And we say things like, you know, maybe we're having a bad day and we say something that's a little bit off to someone or it comes across as rude. But that doesn't mean we hate that person. That doesn't mean what we're actually saying is the truth. So I think sometimes we do need to bear that in mind as well. So our thoughts don't spiral down this dark hole. And I think that ties in really, really nicely to our next point, which is, are you overthinking? So overthinking and worrying rarely actually help the situation. They negatively impact you and your mood, but it usually doesn't affect the problem. So if you are overthinking and spiraling, catch yourself doing this. And and I know that when you're in that mindset, it's hard to just stop overthinking it because you're in that mindset and you think, you know, this is what's really happening. But, you know, as Shell said, when you are in that moment, you are in that headspace, just think to yourself, maybe I am just overthinking this. Just let me calm down. Let me relax. And then let me tackle this situation when I'm a little bit calmer. Maybe it's time at that point when you can feel yourself boiling over and you don't really know how to respond to this situation. Maybe that's the time to remove yourself from the situation. And it's easier to actually think straight and get a bit more clearer in your judgments. So that's everything for this week. Next week, we're going to be talking about positive thoughts. And the week after, we're going to be discussing intrusive and negative thoughts. So all that's left for us now is our little kicker. Um, And this week's little kicker is a quote from Gandhi, which I think really sums up so well the message that we've been trying to get across in this week's podcast. And the quote is this, carefully watch your thoughts, for they become your words. Manage and watch your words, for they will become your actions. Consider and judge your actions, for they have become your habits. Acknowledge and watch your habits, for they shall become your values. Understand and embrace your values, for they become your destiny. Absolutely love that because it just encompasses everything about positive thinking. And when your state of mind is generally optimistic, you're better equipped to handle everyday stresses in a more constructive way. If you know someone that you think would would benefit from hearing this episode, please, please share it with them. We want to reach as many people as possible and spread our message. That's it for this episode, guys. See you next week. See ya. 
All right, that's everything this week, guys. But if you want to carry on with the conversation, join us over on our social media platforms. We're on all the major channels and our handle is at a dopamine kick. We'd also be super grateful if you could leave us a review on the podcast, wherever you're listening, as it helps us to grow our audience and help more people. Okay, we'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye.